My book release day is quickly approaching, you guys, and I'd love, love, love for you to grab a copy. I know I'm not the only one who's ever thought, gosh, why can't I get it together? Or maybe put another way, I'm such a mess. I've really struggled with believing that everyone else has things figured out, whether that's at work or in relationships with others or in parenting or just following Jesus better. We can compare so many things in life, but there is hope for us, I promise. And I talk all about it in my new book. Go to jamieivy.com slash book to pre-order Why Can't I Get It Together. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Hey friends, and welcome to a Friday edition of the Happy Hour. I need to tell you guys before we start off that there are two things that are making me crazy excited today. First of all, I don't know when you're listening to this. If you're listening at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time when it drops, you might be able to catch this. But if you listen to it later in the day, don't worry, you can catch the replay. But you guys, today, your girl, Jamie Ivey, is on Good Morning America. I literally can hardly contain myself. I'm so nervous. I've been looking for the perfect outfit. Of course, you know it. And I just feel giddy about it. I have always dreamed of what would it be like if I got to go to a national morning show. And here it is. I'm just like, I want to breathe out and just say, I'm so excited. And it feels weird to say this, but it's so true. I just really want to thank you. If you're listening to this podcast especially if you've been here for a while. Those of you that are new, the same is true for you as well. But those of you that have been here for a while, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for believing in this podcast. I want to say thank you for believing in this book. Uh, You continue to encourage me to keep pouring out encouragement to you all. And I make this podcast because I want to encourage women and men. And as I follow Jesus, it's what I want to do. And I've been traveling in January a couple of times and February and March are, are pretty travel busy too. And my favorite things are when people come up to me and say, you know, a couple of things. One I heard just recently was I was really kind of given up on God and the church and your podcast got me through that. And what an honor for me to hear that. You know, other people will say, I've just been kind of disillusioned with what's happening in our world and our country and our church and our communities. And your podcast has been a safe place for me. And I'm just, wow, super honored. Other people will say, you've introduced me to so many amazing people. And I want to say, I know, isn't it so much fun? I feel like I have the coolest job in the world. I get to talk to such amazing people. And then there are you guys that also just say, man, I just feel encouraged to love Jesus more. And I just want to say all of those reasons for you being here make me very, very happy. And I would not be on Good Morning America this morning if it weren't for you guys. And so I just want to say I'm grateful. The second thing that is making me so very excited is that my book will be released in less than a week. Yes, you guys, it comes out on Tuesday, February 13th. I talked to you about it last Friday, and I'm going to spend some time talking to you about it again today. And I'm just really excited for release day. I'm going to just, I'm not going to hold anything back. I want to let you guys know as we come upon the last couple of days of this book before it releases into the world. And I really want to say, I would love it if you pre-ordered the book. I'm just going to say that. And it's not like I'm just out here asking for favors. I actually believe in this message of this book a lot. And I know God is going to use it to bring freedoms to so many people. 
And I also believe that a pre-order deserves to be celebrated. And so I have an amazing book launch team, which is one big constant party. Uh, we're going to be hanging out even a week after launch date. So you still have time to join and we're going to be giving giveaways. We do virtual hangouts every week. There's exclusive devotionals only for those guys over there. Last week, we gave away a curated capsule wardrobe from Carly Jean. And I just want to tell you that here's why you want to be a part of this launch group, because it's fun, first of all, uh, but also because we have a massive giveaway coming up. And so with this giveaway, you get to come stay in Austin, Texas. You're going to get a two-night stay in a private yurt. It's an Airbnb that I love out here. You're going to get lunch at one of my favorite places in Dripping Springs. I'm going to join you for coffee. This is all available for you in our launch group. So to join the launch group, you just have to pre-order the book and you can pre-order the audio. You can pre-order the book. You can pre-order the Kindle. I don't care. It's all there. It's all lovely. It's all the same words. I do read the audiobook if that matters to you. But if you're interested, go to jamieivy.com slash launch. All of the information is there for you to have. Okay, now I want to get to the content of our conversation today. Last week on the show, last Friday, if you haven't listened to it, I'd encourage you to go listen to it. Maybe even pause now and go listen to it first so it'll make more sense. We talked about defining your reality and how important that is. Today, after you've defined your reality, we're going to really think through that reality. Let me freshen you up on what the reality was that we talked about last week together. We used the word ponder, and ponder helps us see the parts of our lives that we might feel out of control in. P is for past and present hurts. Basically, I'm hurting from. O is for obligations. I said that I would. N is for needs. I need blank for my health. Desires, I want to do or I want to be. Expectations are I should. And either I put them on myself or the people have put them on me. And then responsibilities are things that you have to do. So last week we talked about pondering that reality and doing a reality inventory. This week... I want to do something a little bit different. And in the back of the book, I'm kind of giving some stuff away right now, but in the back of the book, there's a section called scripts to memorize. And so many times we need to remind ourselves of what we already know to be true. When pondering the different aspects of your life, it will help you to have some known scripts ready to remind yourself of what you know to be true. These are so helpful for me when I feel like life is out of control and I can't get it together. And I hope they're going to be helpful for you. My hope for you as you listen to this, as you read them in the book, is that you would come back to these scripts when you start to feel like you don't have it together in one of these six areas. Like I said last week, when you're defining your realities, understand that these realities will change over time. My realities, my obligations, my responsibilities, all of the things looked different 10 years ago, and they will look different in 10 years. So continuing to understand your reality is important. And then in part two of the book, which we're talking about today, is where you're really going to spend some time pondering those realities. You're going to really dive deep into what these realities are in your own potential life. I'm going to read you some scripts uh, for each of these things. As we ponder our past and our present hurts, one thing I want you to know is I want you to be kind to yourself. The scripts that I have for pondering your past and present hurts are, I'm going to bring every circumstance to God because it matters to him, and I'm going to be kind to myself. These are things I want to remember when this part of my life is feeling out of control. As you think through your obligations, things that you said you would do, I want you to potentially let go of some things and adjust how you are spending your time. Here's some scripts for pondering our obligations. I'm going to tell myself it's okay to say no. I'm going to trust God with my plans. I'm going to put my relationship with God first. The next one is our needs. And when we ponder our needs and what our body needs, we, do, we need to remember 
that our body is a very good gift from God. I talk about that in the book a lot, that no matter your size, shape, color, abilities, it is a good gift from God. So some of the scripts when pondering our needs would be, I'm going to make time to rest and care for my body. And I'm going to tell myself to see my body as a gift created by God. These are scripts, remember, that you can remind yourself of what you know to be true. As we think through our desires, the good ones and the bad ones, and honestly, the ones you aren't quite sure about, we need to remember that there is an ultimate desire and trusting in God is part of figuring out our desires. So when we think through pondering our desires, here's some scripts for you. I'm going to trust God with my desires. I'm going to delight in God. I'm going to pray that I would want more of God's plan and less of my own. This one feels really personal for me right now. I have a desire in my heart uh, that I can't figure out. God, is this just a crazy dream? Is this a desire? What do you want from me? And for me to trust God's plan and figuring this out is really a surrender. And I'm having to remind myself that I'm going to trust you with my desires, God. And then I'm also going to desire and pray that I would want more of God's plan, whatever that means. Expectations. This is the big one. We all have them. We have them of ourselves. We have plenty of expectations that are put on us from others. In the book, you're going to talk about how we find the unrealistic and the unnecessary expectations and how do we adjust those. But some scripts that can become handy when you're thinking about pondering your expectations is, number one, I'm going to let go of the need for perfection. This is a hard one for a lot of you, and you want everything to be perfect. I'm going to let go of the need for perfection. I was recently on the Mary Morant show, which came out on Tuesday, actually the 6th. We talk a lot about this if you're interested in that. The next script for when pondering your expectations is I'm going to welcome forgiveness when I fail. This is a big one for us. And in the book, I talk about the story of Peter and Peter, you know, denied knowing Jesus three times, just like Jesus told him that he would. And there's a beautiful moment when Jesus meets Peter on the beach after that and he cooks him breakfast And Jesus died on the cross for Peter's denial. He died on the cross for his sins. And Peter went on to change the whole world for Christianity, for this man named Jesus who claimed to be the Messiah. And so Peter had to live in and accept the forgiveness of Jesus, even if he had let himself down by not living up to the expectations that he had for himself. And the last part of pondering our current realities would be to ponder your responsibility Often our responsibilities, the things that we have to do in life, they can feel mundane. They can feel joyless. And frankly, sometimes they feel like Groundhog Day. Remember that movie? It's just the same thing over and over and over again. Our responsibilities hold a lot of weight in our lives. And the truth is, you guys, for most of you, these responsibilities are not going away anytime soon. So when we ask God to adjust your heart towards them, that is crucial in you having the right response to your current reality. So some of the scripts that I like to remember when I'm thinking about my responsibilities are, number one, I'm going to accept that I can't do it all. That's a big one for some of us. I'm going to accept that I can't do it all. Number two, I'm going to realize that comparison will steal my joy. When we look around at other people's responsibilities and we think, golly, I wish my life looked like theirs. What happens is we lose the joy in the life that we have of our own. And the third thing, I'm going to view my responsibilities through the lens of the gospel. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly 
warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music. Just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Okay, friends, since part two of the book, which is pondering your reality, really thinking through your reality, it's the thickest part of the book. It's where we spend the most time because I really want you to get a hold of what your reality is. As we look at our past and present hurts, it reminds me of a conversation I had with Beth Moore on this podcast, The Happy Hour. If you want to go back and listen to it, it was actually the very first episode of 2020. Little did we know what was ahead. Episode number 278, which seems like forever ago. But Beth and I started to talk about the pain in our lives and the sorrow that we've had, uncomfortable seasons, things we wish we really wouldn't have to have gone through. And Beth made a bold statement. She said this. She said, it's rarely under comfortable conditions that we'll bear a lot of fruit. And it reminded me of Jesus talking with his disciples in John chapter 15 about how he is the vine and his father's a vine dresser and we are the branches and how he prunes us. And I just want to remind you as you're thinking through these past and present hurts that as uncomfortable as it is and quite frankly as confusing as I sometimes feel about it, in seasons of pruning, it is often that God is cutting something away to produce something in us that couldn't have been produced otherwise. I never, ever, ever want to gloss over or over-spiritualize any of our wounds or our pains or our hurts. I never want to be someone who's like, it was all worth it and I'd do it all again because to be honest with you, most of the hard things in my life, I would never want to walk through them again. But as Beth said in that podcast that we were recording, she said, you know what? God made it matter. And I think as we look at our past and present hurts and be kind to ourselves in the midst of them, we can remember that God does make things matter. As we talk through our obligations, the things that we said yes to, the things that we should do because we said that we would do them, I want you to think about the yeses in your life. And I remember when I first started going to church more and I would hear stories of Mary and Martha and the question was like, who are you? Are you more Mary? Are you more Martha? And I was like, I don't know. Who am I supposed to be like? And we see in Luke chapter 10, Jesus goes to the home of Mary and Martha and we read the story and it says, you know, Mary sat at the Lord's feet and listened, but Martha was distracted with much serving. And Martha goes to Jesus. She's like, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? The Lord said, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary and Mary has chosen the good portion. I love this story because I'm not here to say that, you know, Martha was 
being a bad person by serving. There's a lot of times that we serve and I want to be a servant and all the things. But I think one of the things that we're looking at here is that Jesus pointed out that Mary's posture of listening, learning, and being with Jesus, it was the only thing necessary at that moment. And I think so often we push ourselves to maximum capacity and beyond with too many yeses. And Jesus is offering a different way of living to his followers. He's he's actually offering a place of rest and rejuvenation by coming to him. And Jesus is telling Martha in the story, you know, in this moment, the only thing necessary actually is just to sit and be with me. And I always want to think about that and encourage you as you're thinking about those obligations as things you said yes to. Next, we have our needs. Um, And I do believe that our bodies have needs and they vary throughout the years. Two people that have been super encouraging to me in this part of my journey in life is Elisa Keaton and Jess Conley, who both write about um, God and our bodies. And I think it's very, very important because I think whether you live in an abled body or a disabled body, a large body or a small body, a healthy body or an unhealthy body, your body matters and the choices you make for your physical and mental health deserve your attention. But I think when we lack to see our bodies as good, we lack that ability, we don't think they're good, we're going to then not think that they are to be stewarded. And when we see our bodies as gifts, then we understand that we're the receivers and that someone is the giver and that someone is God. When we can start to understand that and see our bodies, that they're good, they were created and gifted to us, then we can start to understand that they deserve our care and attention because that is how you treat a good gift that you've been given. As we continue on with the words ponder, we did past and present hurts. We did our obligations. We just talked about our body needs and now desires, the good, the bad, and all the twisted. I've had so many desires in my life. I remember I wanted glasses in third grade, so I got fake glasses. I desired to run a marathon, so I trained. And although I haven't run a marathon, I'm going to walk one this year, you guys. You just wait. I've uh, ran half marathons. I desire to be a great mom. I desire to have a healthy body. I desire financial freedom. I desire my kids to love Jesus. You have these desires and you can fill them in of what they are. It's not necessarily whether your desire is good or whether your desire is bad. There are a couple questions we have to ask ourselves about our desires though. Are your desires all consuming? We also ask ourselves, is your desire the foundation of your faith? Or another way to say it is, is your faith dependent on your desire becoming a reality? I remember when we were in the adoption process of our two children who were born in Haiti, there are a lot of times that I was like, God, if you get me through this, then I'm going to trust you forever. God, come through, bring my kids home now, and I will see that you are a good God. And again, bringing my kids home was not a bad desire. It was a great desire. But when that becomes the foundation of your faith, it becomes out of proportion of what it should be. Another question we ask ourselves is, do your desires determine God's love for you? I remember wondering, God, surely if you love me, you will want our family to be complete. And I think most of us probably are dealing with good desires. I would imagine some of us probably struggle with some bad desires, but for the most part, our desires can stem from a good place. And the thing is, even good desires can become idols, which is something that we prize more than God when they begin to dominate our thoughts, our time, and our energy which is why we want God to become our ultimate desire. And when we begin to desire what God wants for us more than what we want for ourselves, our desires begin to change. Next is expectations. Pondering your expectations can be hard because some of our expectations are really, really good. 
you know what? I expect myself to be kind to people around me. That is a great expectation. But often I also expect myself to be able to get everything done every day and never leave something on my to-do list left undone. That is an unrealistic expectation, my friends. Expectations can often be sneaky and confusing and sometimes dangerous. They're this belief that something will happen or should be a certain way. They're sneaky sometimes because you don't always realize that you have them. And when your expectations aren't met, you can feel deeply disappointed and confused and angry or hurt. They're sometimes tricky as well. And sometimes we think a task is a responsibility, which we're going to talk about next, something that you have to do. But many times it's just something that we believe we should do. It's this expectation that we put on ourselves that no one else had for us. It can be hard to tell the difference sometimes. And sometimes that can feel dangerous, especially when they're unrealistic. And so often they are. As you're walking through life, and you will, no doubt, um, have expectations for yourself that you fail. The same way we talked about Peter when he denied Jesus for three times. But what we have to remember is that we are broken people on this road of pursuing Jesus all the days of our lives. And there will be times when we make mistakes. And it is always, always, always love that Jesus brings back to us. And finally, with our responsibilities. The difference between obligations, which we talked about earlier, and responsibilities is that obligations are things you should do because you chose to say yes. And responsibilities are things you have to do because of who you are. Responsibilities for me would include taking care of my children, paying my taxes, paying my rent. In my particular family, one of my responsibilities is doing our laundry. It's just something that I've said I will do and the weight of that falls on me. The thing with our responsibilities is often they are difficult to change or offload, but they often affect other people and have big consequences when we neglect them. The consequence for not caring for your kids would be the state removing them from your home. The consequence of not working hard at your job could potentially lead to unemployment. The consequence of not being a good student might mean you lose your scholarship or you're put on academic probation, or maybe you don't even earn your degree. The consequences of not paying your taxes could be prison. We feel those consequences. And when the balance is off between my responsibilities and other areas of my current reality, I often feel out of control and unable to get it together. That's when I find anxiety and worry enter into my life and I start to drop the balls. Like I realize something has to give. This is where I think of the example of juggling uh, juggling balls. Some of the balls are glass and some are plastic. We have to keep the glass ones in the air or they'll break. But we can let go of some of the plastic ones because they're not going to break and they can be picked up at other times. One thing I do know to be true is that we're going to be unable to get it together when we view our responsibilities as pain points to endure instead of blessings to steward. I felt that a lot when I was taking care of young kids. I told you it felt like Groundhog Day. And when I started seeing my responsibilities as a joy, it changed everything around me. But let's always remember, we cannot compare our responsibilities to someone else's responsibilities because we will never feel like we have it together when we're comparing our responsibilities to those people around us. As we ponder our realities, we can then have the right response to them. And that is when we feel like we can get it together. You guys, I'm so excited about this book coming out in just a couple of days. I hope you're enjoying these little, I hope you're enjoying these episodes of me just chatting with you about the book. And I really hope that you get to see me when I'm on GMA today. And I hope you get a copy of the book in your hands really, really soon. I hope you join our launch team because we're having so much fun over there. And most importantly, I'm just glad that you're here today listening in on this conversation. And I pray that as we've been, as I've been talking with you about 
all of these areas that make up our life that maybe God has kind of stirred something in your own heart about some areas that might need some attention. I just want to encourage you that I think the book is going to help you with that. So you can get it wherever books are sold. It's called Why Can't I Get It Together? Kick Unrealistic Expectations to the Curb and Rest in God's Truth. Guys, thanks for listening. Come back and listen next Wednesday on the show for my friend Jenny Allen will be here. The Happy Hour is produced and hosted by myself, Jamie Ivey, with assistance from Nikki Ogden and Ashley Caldwell. And the show is edited by Jason Talley.